0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Insights with Alicia. Every week we gather to learn and connect and I often say things and people want to know more about it. They really like the insight from the scientific psychic. And the truth is, is that there are so many things that I've experienced in my life that I love being able to share these insights with everyone, not just my clients. We talk about relationships, our behavior, so many life skills to change your life, and the tools and ideas to support those changes that we want to make. And once in a while, we talk about animals also. For those of you who don't know, I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. I am an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I am super lucky because I get to provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. And the truth is, is one of the reasons that I love doing insights with Alicia is because it gives you a place to start creating something new in your life for free we love free. I get to shine a light on things and show a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then if you want to grow down your path, you can choose to work with me individually to transform at a deeper and usually quicker pace. As always, new episodes of Insights are available on Mondays. The episodes are on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer and on all podcast platforms as Insights with Alicia, as well as from our readers out there. It'll be available as a blog post on Wednesday on my website, Who Knew Healing? And that's new with a K. Okay, what are we going to talk about today? Mm I already got to get a drink of water. You know how hot it is here in Phoenix. It's hot. Um, So I went down the rabbit hole a little bit last couple of weeks. So what we're going to talk about today is exploring the multifaceted nature of the idea of giving the benefit of the doubt. And what we're going to do is we're going to dive into the intricate layers of what it truly means to give someone the benefit of the doubt We will look at the assumptions and the misconceptions and the challenge, the perceived notions um, of the seemingly simple act. Uh, We will look at um, what our initial perceptions are, as well as we're going to broaden it. And I'm going to try and show you some other perspectives through a different lens, because that's how I started to see it. And I was like, what? Uh, So that's how this all started. Okay. How it really started is because I saw a post on social media where someone was talking about giving. someone the benefit of the doubt. And a friend said to her, so they're benefiting from your doubt. And this blew the posters, the original posters mind as it did mine. I had to sit with it for a little while because this was a different perspective on how we usually think about giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And then this started me down the rabbit hole of looking at our world and this behavior in others. Then I started to pull it apart and see patterns and underlying connections because, well, that's what I do. (laughs) That's where the analytical part comes in, right? This is my super specific uh, superpower. It's the one that really helps my clients change their lives. And so I've created a couple different avenues of thinking around giving someone the benefit of the doubt. That's what we're going to chat about today. Hope it makes sense now that it's outside of my head. Uh, And I hope you can see how things are linked together and where we may be doing a disservice to ourselves without even realizing it, to see where we put blinders on ourselves and then are living a life from an unconscious place and hate what is happening. Not that I have ever done that. Okay, so let's start with the original idea of giving someone the benefit of the doubt. This thought form is still valid. It is where we offer grace to someone, even though we are not sure about their intentions, their actions, etc. And according to the dictionary, it means The state of accepting something or someone as honest, even though there are doubts. Example, he might be lying, but we have to give him the benefit of the doubt and accept what he says for now. Like I said, this is the original idea. There are absolutely times when we get to offer this grace to someone. And to be honest, the the honesty part of this definition is tricky for me because I can tell when people are lying. Um, I forget that not everybody can do this. So for me, giving someone the benefit of the doubt is defined as believing someone is doing the best that they can in that moment. And that may resonate with some of you. And the truth is, this totally happened to me last week. I did something completely backwards in public. Thankfully, the people around me offered me the benefit of the doubt. I was super flustered internally and quietly. I was not acting out all crazy because I was running late due to circumstances beyond my control and I just got turned around without realizing it. The people next to me who it affected were very kind to me and explained what was going on. They didn't make assumptions about me or judge me or think I believed I was entitled to be sitting where I was. They gave me the benefit of the doubt. They offered me grace, and when they explained what I was doing, I thanked them and I corrected it immediately. So in my opinion, this is what the original benefit of the doubt looks like in practice. Then as humans we sometimes find a way to turn it into something else, maybe without even realizing it. Believe me, as I started down this path, I saw how I was using this concept against myself. Yep, let's get into it. Okay, so as I said earlier, this started from a um, a post on social media about someone learning that giving the benefit of the doubt also meant that someone was benefiting from her doubting herself. This is a place where gaslighting can happen. If we are doubting ourselves and someone wants to take advantage, it is now possible. It could be a work situation where a coworker manipulates a person or a situation because that person is doubting themselves. And if that person that is doubting themselves starts to catch on, the coworker can start gaslighting to keep the doubt going. It could be a partner or a friend. I'm using those terms loosely here. And they use your self-doubt against you because it makes them feel better or they're getting something out of it. I experienced this recently, thought I had made a new friend. Turns out I did not. And I'm glad that I caught myself relatively early in the giving the benefit of the doubt. And I was grateful for her showing me who she was earlier than later. So whatever the goal you're after, they may also want it. And they will feed your doubt to keep you held back so that they can get it for themselves. And when I originally read that social media post, I had to sit with it for a while, like I said, because honestly, I was blown away. I was like, what, what, what? It brought up all kinds of feelings in my body. It brought up instances from my life where I have done exactly this. I have doubted myself and other people have benefited tremendously. When I doubted myself, I allowed others to manipulate me, take advantage of me, take things from me, gaslight me and more. I never saw this connection before. I didn't see it tied specifically to self-doubt. I didn't see it connected to believing I was being kind, offering the benefit of the doubt to someone and them using it against me. I will leave you with this particular avenue and we shall venture onto the next one. So that one's about self-doubt. The next place I want to talk about giving the benefit of the doubt is when we use it to put blinders on ourselves. This happens for so many reasons. I was watching a video on social media. I have to tell you, I don't spend a lot of time on social media, but when I do, I do a lot of research and not like actively researching, but watching. I'm in some of these Facebook groups and I watch the behaviors. I watch what people are posting so that I can see what's going on for everyone else in the world. What are the trends? What are the patterns for men and women? That's how I use social media. (laughs) So, um, But as I said, um, putting blinders on ourselves happens for many reasons. And um, what I was watching was a video of a woman recording her husband's reactions to her asking him about all of these random women in his phone. He was, of course, denying that he was cheating and using you saying the usual things like, I don't even know that name. I don't know how it got in my phone. It's not even a good lie. Like, get a good lie. I don't advocate lying in any way, but you know, that's not even believable. Um, He was also showing some of his less than desirable behaviors in the video. Some of you were thinking, this is unbelievable. Who would believe him? Hang on. I'm going to show you. The video was posted in a Facebook group. One of the women he was cheating with is also in that Facebook group. She knows he's married. She knows he's cheating on his wife. When the wife posted this video as a warning to other women to expose him as a man who cheats and lies, this other woman, mistress or side chick or whatever term we use these days, wrote a comment saying, well, he isn't like that with me. I'm gonna have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he will treat me good and not cheat on me. Now, I understand some of you think that you would never do that, and I guarantee you this is more common than you think. I see it all the time. So in this instance, it's buying into the illusion of someone, of buying into the fantasy of what someone is saying to you. This is where love bombing can happen because most people in this world are so desperate to be loved, the blinders go on and we can't see or we ignore the red flags. We think we are being kind and loving by giving them the benefit of the doubt. Another example of this um, was a situation with someone that I know. She was in a relationship and her partner kept treating her very badly. There was a lot of gaslighting, manipulating, projection, love bombing, then attacking, all textbook narcissistic traits. She couldn't see this and was unable to hear anything anyone else was saying to her because she wanted to keep giving him the benefit of the doubt. And all honestly, she really thought that was love. She would say he had a rough childhood, so she would give him a pass on his behavior. She would say he was hurting and that hurt people hurt people. I hate that saying, but anyway. And she would continue to allow his behavior because of her own codependence, etc. And it was demonstrated through giving him the benefit of the doubt. She believed he would change, so she would give him the benefit of her own doubt over and over and over And then when she did start to speak up for herself, he used her self-doubt against her and gaslit her. Remember how we talked about getting the benefit of the doubt um, at the beginning? This is another example of it where someone else benefits from our doubt. I am now seeing where others and myself have completely cut ourselves off from our own intuition, our own awareness, our sense of self, when we blindly buy into this concept of giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And the truth is, I believe one of the main fears driving these decisions to give someone the benefit of the doubt is that we want to receive the benefit of the doubt. So we think we automatically must give it. We think it's a trade. We would want someone to offer us grace and the benefit of the doubt when we're having a bad day or a flustered moment, like me, when I got all turned around the other day and people gave me the benefit of the doubt and were kind to me. So we think we have received it. Or we want to receive it in the future we have to give it this isn't true there is always a choice to give or not give and not giving is okay too let's break that stigma giving at the expense of yourself is never a gift to anyone especially yourself please hear me on that so as a result right we blindly give because we think we're supposed to Or we're mean if we don't, or no one will give us a benefit of the doubt in the future, or any of the other thousand thoughts that drive this unconscious blind choice for us. Um, I'm going to digress for a second. Someone recently told me that I needed to do an episode on narcissism. And I thought, there are so many things being done with that subject right now. And the truth is, it is one of the main things I help my clients with. I've dealt with many narcissists in different situations, and I'm alive to be able to teach others about it now. And one of the main things that people struggle with the most when they're recovering from narcissistic abuse is the thought of, how did I not see it? How did I not see the behaviors? the red flags, the love bombing, etc. Well, here's one way we don't see it. We give someone the benefit of the doubt when they don't merit it. We extend ourselves because we believe we are being kind, that we are being loving, and it doesn't serve us in these situations. Oh, my light just went out. Did y'all see that, that it got dark? <laughs> Those of you watching the video, hmm, all righty. Apparently my ring light's like, I'm done for today. Hopefully you can all still see me well enough. Okay, sorry about that. The next place where uh, giving someone the benefit of the doubt can work against us shows up for us overthinkers. I was talking to someone recently, and she was going to meet up with a guy for the first time. She didn't know him at all, and he wanted her to meet him at a parking garage by the restaurant to watch the sunset first. Now, trust me. I had all kinds of opinions about how unconscious this man is about what women have to deal with in this world, that he thought asking her to a parking garage was a good idea. And the truth is, this is one of the things I educate my male clients on when they tell me things like, I tried talking to this woman in the parking lot of the grocery store, and she didn't want to talk to me. Men, listen up. Listen, listen, listen. As women, we are always considering our safety. Always. We are trying to not get raped or murdered. So be mindful of where and how you approach us. Okay, I'm done digressing again today. (laughs) Back to this woman. So she was overthinking. She was hesitant to meet him there because she was worried about her safety. However, she thought she was worried about her safety because she was overthinking it. Instead of really recognizing that this could be a potentially unsafe situation. She wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt And she felt she should, because that would be the nice thing to do. Because of her belief that she was just overthinking the situation, she doubted herself and put herself in a potentially dangerous situation. Do you see how judging ourselves for being anything, in this case an overthinker, can hinder our ability to see things clearly? Luckily, the situation worked out for her. She is safe. And it could have ended very differently. Because she blindly gave someone the benefit of the doubt, even against her own feelings. I know some of you may be shocked at this, and I guarantee you this happens all the time in this world. It happens more than you think it does. All of these old beliefs we have or we're programmed with come up in many situations, and we default to them at the expense of ourselves. Remember, that's how Ted Bundy got his victims. He acted like he was disabled and needed help into his car. A woman would come over and help him, and then she became his next victim. So what do you think these women were thinking? My guess would be, he's disabled. How can he hurt me? I need to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's disabled. It would be rude if I didn't help him. I'm overthinking this. I should help him. Do you now see how all of this is tied into blindly giving someone the benefit of the doubt? Anytime your safety is in question, that is all that matters. I don't care if you're being rude or overthinking what people will think, you come first. And I know that that is not always easy. We fall into these thought patterns. There's a, I'm going to digress again today, or at this moment, there's, uh what's the movie? Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, the English version. I know they made like the Swedish versions. This is the one that was made here. um, And I remember... There's a part where um Colin Firth, he plays the bad guy. He's standing at the door of his house. And what's his name? Daniel Craig, James Bond, had snuck into the house, saw what was happening, fully well knows that Colin Firth is the murderer, of the bad guy, right? If you haven't seen the movie, sorry, spoilers. It's an old movie by now. Um, and he's sneaking away. But Colin Firth catches him in the yard and he says something to him. And he's like, Hey, why don't you come in? I forget the exact words. And Daniel Craig knows. It is not safe for him to go into that house, but he does it anyway. Why? Because he doesn't want to be rude. And Colin Firth even says this later on in the movie. He's like, "It all." he says something like it always fascinates him how people override their safety, override their intuition because of politeness, because of compassion or the perceived politeness, perceived compassion, perceived giving someone the benefit of the doubt. And then they end up, you know, in bad situations. So just saying. If you're overthinking something and you're using it to give someone the benefit of the doubt, take some time, take a pause, especially if your safety is in any possibility of, you know, being questioned. Um, Okay. So the last avenue we're going to go down is I'm going to ask you a question. Where have you made giving someone the benefit of the doubt the same as trusting them? I can tell you I have done this. I am not a very trusting person, and I have still done this. All right, so I invite you to take a big deep breath and really let the energy of this question wash over you. Then I invite you to ask this question to yourself again. You can see in some of the relationship examples I've given that this happens. The mistress I spoke about is flat out saying, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm trusting he won't treat me the same way or cheat on me. I would love for you to be able to unlink these two concepts. They are separate. They are independent choices. Trust and giving the benefit of the doubt. Trust is a whole other idea that we can get into at a later time. I just wanted to shed some light on how we can unconsciously be trusting someone who hasn't earned it under the guy's idea of giving them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So to recap, right, giving someone the benefit of the doubt can lead to positive outcomes such as improved relationships, increased empathy, and there can also be potential consequences. Some of those are being taken advantage of, repeated mistreatment, ignoring red flags, self-doubt, negative impact on our well-being, and our boundaries not being honored. What are some of the strategies we can use to mitigate these consequences? One, Contextual awareness. Be mindful of the situation and the person involved. Consider the history of the relationship and the context in which the doubt arises. Healthy boundaries. Set and communicate clear boundaries. While being empathetic, ensure that your own needs and limits are respected. Trust gradually. Rather than immediately given full trust, consider allowing trust to develop over time based on consistent, actions and behaviors. This is what you know, the big one we talk about is where people's words match their actions. Open communication. Cultivate open and honest communication. Address concerns or doubts respectfully and seek clarification when needed. Self-care. I've been trying to learn more about self-care lately. I'm not very good at it. (laughs) So been practicing. Uh, Prioritize your own well-being. If Consistently giving the benefit of the doubt becomes emotionally taxing. Consider seeking some support from friends, families, professionals, et cetera. And at the end of the day, giving someone the benefit of the doubt is a delicate balance between empathy, consciousness, and self-preservation. It is important to approach each situation with an open heart and mind while also being aware of potential consequences and using discernment to ensure healthy and respectful interactions. Okay, everyone, that's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the trip down the rabbit hole with me. (laughs) I hope you have a fabulous week wherever you are in the world. Um, And if this was a contribution to you, then please subscribe, like, share, do all the things that gets this info to more people that it can help. And I'd love feedback if if this resonated with you. If it didn't, um, I always, always, always love feedback. And for my readers out there, like I said, this will be posted Wednesday as a blog on my website, Who Knew Healing with a K. Uh, And if this brought things up for you and you would like support, please reach out, book a session. Thank you to everyone, as always, who donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things like this that I can give to people. If anyone feels led to do so, the links are in um, the descriptions of whatever it is you happen to be listening or watching or reading. Thank you so, so much. Everyone have a fabulous week. I hope this helped.